This is the Building Resilience Podcast, Episode 61, Therapy versus Coaching. Welcome to the Building Resilience Podcast, where you will learn all about building resilience in yourself and helping others build it too. Drawing from the principles of positive psychology, neuroscience, and coaching, I will help you face all the challenges and adversities that life throws at you and help you do more than just survive. I will help you thrive. I am your host, Leah Davidson, and I am a certified life coach and speech language pathologist. I will help you manage your mind, your emotions, deal with your stress and your overwhelm, and lead a more purposeful and joyful life. Let's get started. Hello, 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 my friends. How is everybody doing? I am excited to be here talking to you about another topic. I'm always trying to come up with different things that I think would be helpful to talk about. And I wanted to share with you today something that I am commonly addressing. Whenever I meet with people on a consult, one of the things that comes up is what is the difference between therapy and coaching? How do I know if it's appropriate to be doing coaching or should I see a therapist? And so I thought today I would address this because it is something, like I said, that comes up in a consult. Um, If you are ever interested in chatting with me further, I do provide free mini sessions or consults where we can jump on a call. You can share with me some of the challenges you're having, and I can let you know whether or not I think it's appropriate that we work together and what working together would look like. So feel free to do that at any time. So in the past, psychology was very focused on, you know, people who are having challenges, having difficulties in their life. And then in the recent years, positive psychology came out. And positive psychology, the focus is really on how to lead a better life. And I thought today it would be helpful then to distinguish, you know, to lead a better life. Are you going to be using therapy or are you going to be using coaching? A version of a question that I get all the time is like a life coach, a watered down version of a counselor. Is it somebody who's not regulated or less educated than a counselor? And my answer is maybe. And to be completely transparent, the life coaching industry is unregulated. What that means is anybody can hang their shingle out there and say that they're a life coach. So there really is a huge responsibility on the client to do your homework, to research the coach. And there's a huge responsibility of the life coach to make sure that they provide the most professional and ethical and quality coaching because there's nobody out there policing you with what the standards are. Now, there are some accreditation programs for life coaching, but honestly, that means nothing. So back in 2014, as I was working as a speech therapist, I've mentioned before, I've been a speech therapist uh, for 23 years now. Back in 2014, I wanted to get into coaching a little bit more because I saw the benefit of using some coaching tools within my practice as a speech therapist. So I went with a program that was accredited, quote unquote, and that just means it's affiliated with a group of coaching schools and programs. So I went, I became accredited and it wasn't super great. Now I decided that a couple of years ago, I wanted to go deeper in my coaching and I got certified with uh, the life coach school. 
And it's a kind of a small boutique kind of certification. And it is not affiliated or accredited with any outside organization. But I have to say the program was truly phenomenal. It was really top notch. I have a master's degree from McGill University and and in speech language pathology. And I do have to say that the training I got at the life coach school was high quality, like the equivalent of getting a master's degree. It was awesome. And more importantly, the skills that they taught were the ones that I personally have used in my life to make some amazing changes. And I have seen and continue to see all these amazing changes in the lives of the people that I work with when I teach them the tools that I learned at the Life Coach School. So the proof is in the pudding and the pudding is just so good. Now, I also believe that as a life coach, and this is partly probably due to my training in speech pathology, is we've always had to up-level our education on a yearly basis. We also always have to have a certain number of credits going towards continuing education as a speech pathologist. And so I've just naturally done that as a life coach. So since being certified at the life coach school, I've continued on to, um, I think I've mentioned before, I've done breath work facilitation. I've done EFT facilitation. I'm almost complete doing a certification in trauma. I've done some practitioner training in chronic illness and chronic pain. I am going to be doing um, upcoming this year all about somatic training, and that's using your body, embodying some of the tools. So I do believe that as a coach, it is up to you to continue your education as well. So that is something that if you are looking at coaches, you will want to ask, what are they doing on an ongoing basis to continue improving and learning? So let's move on a little bit to clarify the difference between therapy, counseling, and uh, life coaching. So I do want to say that I think therapy is great. Sometimes. (laughs) So I've been to therapy at multiple times in my life. And regardless of the required level of education and the regulations setting the standards, I have had great success and I've had terrible success. I do firmly believe that results are always up to the client. You are 100% responsible for the results that you get in whatever you choose to do, whether it's coaching or whether it's therapy. But I do also believe that therapists differ in the kind of tools that they offer, their ability to explain the tools, the techniques they use, their experience, their awareness of their own biases, as well as just their personality. So even though the therapy industry is regulated, meaning that they have to hit a certain standard of education as well as ours, and I think continuing education, not all therapists are created equal because they do bring to the table different tools, perspectives, training, personality traits, life experience, and so forth. So if you have not had success before, it may not just be you. It may be you just have not encountered the right relationship that will help you achieve those results. Now, life coaching is similar. The results are 100% up to you. However, the tools and techniques and communication abilities, experience and awareness also play a role. So that really does take us back to, you need to do your own homework. 
it's really helpful to get an idea of the kind of coaching that the coach offers and you want to ask them. Either way, you need to also feel connected to whoever you choose. It's actually crazy how much the connection and relationship you build with your therapist or your coach impacts what you get out of it. I think they've done research and they've shown that the relationship between client and therapist or coach is responsible for like 70% of the success that people have. You do own the results. And if you are not invested in the results or not invested in doing the work, then the best therapist or the best coach in the world will not be able to help you. But if you are really invested, you want to put the work in, you want to put the time in, you want to see the changes, you believe that you can see the changes, you believe that you have the ability to make changes in your life, then the relationship of who who you choose actually counts. So keep that in mind. It is really important to have a good connection with people. All right. Another thing that differentiates therapy and coaching is the focus whether it's a past or a future focus. Now I am going to be generalizing here. So if you hear something that's not quite what you agree with, that's okay. This is a generalization. All therapists and coaches work slightly different, but I'll just put it out there. Therapy is often very past focused. They will dig deeper into your childhood if necessary, trying to uncover hidden things, processing trauma. It's really important that you have somebody who's experienced in doing that. And this is important because you may need to take care of any active or unresolved trauma that's out there. Now, there's different approaches to trauma. Trauma is something that you want to be a little bit careful with. If you are still having ongoing trauma, you need to make sure you're seeing a therapist who works with people who experience trauma. However, most of us also have trauma in our lives, and that doesn't mean that coaching is not successful. There's lots of trauma-informed coaches, and like I said, I'm doing a certification with trauma to help with trauma coaching. And so there is a role for it, but if there's something actively going on, you may want to consult with a therapist. But once you have processed some trauma, you may feel you just want to move on. It can be unproductive if you keep retelling the same story over and over and over because this can get you stuck. It can keep you stuck. It's very helpful to tell your story But sometimes after the story is told, it's more helpful to find ways to move forward. So life coaching, on the other hand, is very future focused. We may explore a bit of your past. We may help you what I call reauthor parts of your past to help serve you better. And we may use it as a springboard to move you forward. But the point of coaching is to move you past the past. When you feel that the past has been the driver of your life for enough time and are ready to move it to the backseat, coaching may be just for you. Because coaching focuses on the present, what's missing in your life, what's happening right now, and most importantly, what do you want in the future? It's very results-oriented. What kind of future do you want to create? And that's where we go. That's where we do our work. Another thing that differentiates is what I call, where are you functioning on the number scale? So oftentimes when people go to therapy, they are in a position where they're not functioning very well. 
They may have some issues in the past. They may need or have a diagnosis or a specific issue that needs a specific treatment. And it's so important to get that help. So I kind of like thinking of it like you're on a number scale and therapy takes place when the person is in the negative numbers and really struggling to get to zero. Sometimes you may feel like you're in a very dark hole and there's nothing to stand on. And therapy and sometimes medical management may be needed to help you to create a floor to actually stand on. Once you have that floor, that's when you can start doing some work to climb out of that hole that you're in. But sometimes people, if you do not have a floor and you feel like you're constantly spiraling, you may need to get help from therapy or like I said, medical management can also be really successful in helping you get your footing. Now, coaching on the other hand is where the person is functioning. Now, they may not be functioning awesome. Maybe they're at like a minus two or a minus one, or they're hovering around the zero, but they want to get into the pluses. They want to move ahead into the plus one, the plus five, the plus 10, and they just want help doing it. They may start and stop and get stuck at a certain level and they want to get some guidance. They want to move forward. So they have a floor that they're standing on, but they just want some help to move forward. So that's how I look at the difference between therapy and coaching on the number scale. So you can ask yourself, where are you on the number scale? If you are hovering in a non-functioning level, you're really going through something very traumatic at the moment, and you're like in the minus 10, minus 15, you need to get a therapist. You need to also probably talk to somebody about making sure you're getting proper supplements or medical management if that's something that needs to happen. But if you are just in the high minus one, minus two, or the zeros, and you just want to look forward, coaching may be the place for you. Another analogy I love to use is asking, do you need a physio? or do you need a personal trainer? So if you get a sports injury, you likely will go to a doctor or a physiotherapist to get it taken care of. They will assess it, they will diagnose, and they will treat. And it is often from the perspective and the model of an injury or an illness that there's something is wrong and it needs fixing. So that is kind of like therapy. But after a while, the physio usually says to you, okay, you're ready to work with a personal trainer. You don't need to keep focusing on the injury. Rather, now you can focus on your whole body and becoming stronger. That would be coaching. It's the personal trainer for your mind. Notice how when we have gotten pretty good at taking care of our bodies, like we go to the gym, we hire personal trainers, we have private memberships, we can take classes, you know, we'll join groups, we'll get Pelotons, and we will do all these things that focuses on our exercise. We'll also, you know, eat organically and go on different diets and cut different foods out. All this to take care of our body. And yet, I want to offer, we're not usually as invested the same way in our brains. I like to look at it that life coaching is that investment. And that is why it's becoming so much more popular. I know it's such a joke. Sometimes I laugh when I hear on TV shows or movies where they talk about like, oh, they have a life coach. And maybe you should talk about that with your life coach. Well, it is becoming more popular because we are understanding that if we do not take care of our mind, we don't have our health. 
So learning how to manage our minds and clean up our minds is so important. Now, since I'm also a speech therapist, I want to distinguish between coaching and what I do as a speech language pathologist because speech language pathologists are in a very heavily regulated industry, meaning that there's a lot of rules. We have a college that we have to abide by. There's a certain set of standards. And in fact, as a speech pathologist, I am only able to work with people within the province of Ontario, which is where I am registered. You have to be registered within the country. Now they do have different agreements, but for my purposes, I am a Canadian speech therapist, only able to work with people within the province of Ontario. My license belongs to Ontario. I work in the area of something called cognitive communication. So I work with people on their ability to communicate, and that includes listening, speaking, reading, writing. I also work on their way of thinking executive function skills, their attention skills, their memory skills. And then I look at how these ability to communicate, ability to think, how these impact your relationships and your life overall. So because speech language pathology is heavily regulated, it's really important that I do distinguish when I work with you as a life coach, I don't provide any of the SLP services or the cognitive communication therapy. Now, that's not to say that I don't have the ability to integrate the two. Often with my speech therapy clients, I do a lot of coaching with them as well because it is something that really is needed. Hopefully that gets you a little bit of clarity or maybe I just muddied the water even more for you. Either way, it's a good place to be in if you're choosing between therapy or a life coach because it shows that you do value your mind. It is so important for us to be building an awareness of how important our emotional health and our emotional resilience is. I am excited to help you do that. And I am excited this year to be offering some opportunities for some workshops where you can learn more about building and improving your emotional health and your mental health and resilience and well-being. So stay tuned. I will be making some announcements shortly about some upcoming workshops that I would love to have you attend. And we are getting started next week. I will be doing a free three-day virtual workshop called Master Your Brain Bootcamp. It's going to take place on February 22nd, 23rd, and 24th, so the Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The link to sign up is going to be in the show notes, or you can go to my Facebook or Instagram page at Leah Davidson Life Coaching, and you can sign up there. Replays will be sent out in case you can't make it. Now, as I mentioned, I'm planning on offering a free workshop every month, doing a deeper dive on different topics, and this boot camp will lay down the foundation for you. So please join me, go sign up, and we will have a great time and go a little bit deeper on many of the concepts that I talk about here on the podcast. Can't wait to see you. Take care. Thank you for listening to the Building Resilience Podcast. If you're interested in learning a little bit more about managing stress, building resilience, and leading a more purposeful life, then make sure we're connected on Instagram and Facebook at Leah Davidson Life Coaching. You can also subscribe to my weekly newsletter at www.leahdavidsonlifecoaching.com 
forward slash newsletter. Looking forward to connecting.